Guys, it's Mandy, and today I want to talk to you about overcoming worry. Now, worry is something that we all have. There's no one in the world that doesn't know what worry is. It is We're familiar with it, right? Every one of us is familiar from the time we're a little kid. We are familiar with this thing called worry, and Jesus actually addresses worry because worry is not supposed to be something that we deal with. That's crazy to think that. I mean, we deal with worry every day, and yet it's something we're actually not supposed to deal with. Jesus addressed it because it's not supposed to be our portion. We're not supposed to have that in our daily regimen. And so he teaches us about worry and then how to overcome it. And so I want to talk to you about that because I know it's going to be revolutionary for your life. First of all, I want to tell you that worry is there to steal. It can steal our joy. It steals our productivity, our relationships, our ability to be healthy emotionally, our increase, ability to increase in life, in relationships, in wealth, in our jobs, in our assignments, in our ministries. Worry is designed to rob us. It's designed to rob us of joy. You know, we're supposed to live in joy, which means that joy is supposed to be our normal. (laughs) That means when we don't try, we're meant to be at peace and joy when we're not trying. That's supposed to be our average normal state. And when we allow worry to come into our lives, it becomes a thief. It tries to be normal. It tries to normalize itself. So instead of our normal state being at peace and joy, our normal state is in worry. And then we have to work to be in joy. Whereas we should be in our normal state of joy. And worry should be something that is a lie that tries to attack and we know how to overcome it, it should not be something that is our normal. And so Jesus addresses it, and he says something about worry that we often don't talk about, but he says, who of you by worrying can add one single hour to his life? He's basically saying, is anyone, is worry powerful enough? Can anyone use their worry to add to their life? Even just one hour Is worry powerful enough? Can it serve you? Is it powerful to help you? Is it a tool that will help to save your life, to save you from something? Is is worry able to do that? Is that emotion able to do that? And clearly he says, no, worry cannot help you to save your life. Not even one hour. It cannot help you to save anything. Sometimes we think, well, worry is going to help me not to do something stupid. No, worry is not designed. Worry is not going to do that. Wisdom is going to help you to do to remain in in uh, safety. Wisdom, not worry. Worry is not supposed to be our portion. So here is something that I want to share with you. Which, what um, Paul talks to us about uh, into how to overcome anxiety and worry because it's one thing. Um, just understanding that Jesus said worry is not powerful, but how do we overcome worry? First thing we have to understand is worry is not my friend, worry is not my normal, worry is a liar, worry is a thief, it's not my portion. When we understand that, it's not powerful, it can't add an hour to my life, it actually can't keep me safe. When we understand worry is an enemy, that's our number one thing. Okay, we have understand worry is our enemy, that's amazing. Our number two thing is, okay, now that we know worry is our enemy and that worry is actually not our normal, 
How do we overcome worry? And let me tell you, that point number one is where most people get unstuck. Because if I think that worry is just normal, it's not a big deal, I'm never going to get to point number two. So you may need to stop this podcast right now and process with the Lord. Put this on pause. Lord, help me to understand that worry is not my normal. Maybe I've worried all my life, and so I think it's my friend. But it's actually not my friend. It's my enemy. Once you get that straight and you realize, okay, Lord, worry is a liar. And now you're going to give me the tools to overcome this. Then jump onto the section number two. So here's a powerful thing that Paul teaches us in Philippians 4, uh, verse 4. He says, kind of, sorry, it's verse 6. I can't actually read. I don't have my glasses on. But here we go. Do not be anxious about anything. Wow, that's quite a statement. Do not. How do I not be anxious about anything? That's pretty impossible. But then he tells me how. He says, but in everything, that means in even the things that make me worried, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. So he basically says, the things that make me anxious, bring it to God in prayer and in petition and asking with thanksgiving. So we don't say, oh God, I'm bringing this to you. I've got nothing to be grateful for. Think about what you're happy about. If you're bringing a request regarding somebody you love, thank God for that person you love. Thank them. Thank God for relationships, for people in your life, for the gift of relationship. And then begin to say, Lord, I'm worried about this. I bring this before you because this is not supposed to be something that makes me anxious because you've asked me to lay this before you. So you spend time bringing before God the thing that's making you anxious, the thing that's making you worried. And when you pray for those things, pray in a place of victory. And what that looks like is understand what the Word of God says about your situation. This is why it's so important to understand the Word of God. Ask Holy Spirit. This is what I do. Ask, ask the Holy Spirit for words from God. And He gives me scriptures. They come up to my heart that I've read maybe in the past. For example, if I'm praying for something, um, maybe I know somebody is doing something that is hurtful for themselves, somebody that I love, for example. Just pretend you love somebody, somebody that a relationship you have, and you're like, oh my gosh, they're doing something destructive. Then you can know what the word says. Oh, I know this. the word says that this is destructive. And the word says that you love this person. And you begin to decree and declare over that person what the word says about them. And you can have authority. And the more you grow with God in your relationship and, and understanding um, his voice in your life and his word, what's going to start happening is you're going to be able to pray his word like literal dynamite and sending bullets into the realm of the spirit and breaking open things and changing the future for people. Prayer is actually designed to change the future. Prayer is not designed to make us feel better about something. Prayer is literally designed to be swords and bullets and spears and arrows in the spiritual realm to change futures for people and destinies for people and for our own lives. That is how powerful prayer is. And prayer combined with the word of God is literal 
weaponry. And I will do a podcast on decrees, but I'm not talking so much about decrees. But I am saying that when I pray personally and when you pray, decree things. Not Decrees is not so much asking God, it is speaking things into existence through the word, um, things that the word has said. It's not just making up a decree that I think sounds good, but it is according to the word. And uh, the decree can be obviously um, word-based and, and in your own words. But when you declare something that is written in the word, God will um, see that it is done. We walk with God in partnership with our voices. And I, will, I, I need to stop because I need to leave that for another podcast. But that is the power of decree. Um, but we also in petition, so we pray, we petition, we ask God, Lord, have mercy. Lord, remember what you've done. Thank you that I remember my testimony. So, for example, if you're praying for sickness, you can even say, Lord, thank you for healing me. You know, 10 years ago, thank you for that miracle I saw in my body. And thank you that you did it before. And I thank you that you're going to do it again this Thanksgiving. And you start decreeing those things. So you pray, you spend time with him in prayer. And then the next part of the scripture, listen to what it says. It says, and when you've done this, verse 7, the peace of God, which transcends understanding, which means it's bigger than your human understanding. Your worry can only operate in the realm of understanding. <laughs> worry has no place in this realm of God. So if, you're, if everything in your life is about what you understand, if, if your life is all about what you understand and not what you know by the Spirit, if it's all about your mental understanding, worry is going to be your continual thorn. But if you can know how to switch into this realm of the peace of God, which you only switch into when you're able to present these anxieties to God, present these worries to God. You give them to God. And what happens is the peace of God, which transcends understanding, it's another realm. God then puts you in another realm. His peace guards your mind and your heart. Suddenly, the realm of understanding where worry can get in you're in another realm. That worry has no impact on your life. It says this, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. This is a God, this peace of God, which transcends the realm of understanding is going to give you peace. It is going to guard you like an angel. You are going to be guarded. Your heart and your mind is going to be guarded. It doesn't say what you're going to be guarded against. But we know from the beginning scripture, it's against anxiety, which is worry. And not only is God going to uh, guard your heart and your mind against anxiety and worry. He's also going to answer your prayers. Because he says in John 15, I think it's John 15 or 16. He speaks about that the Father will give you everything when we ask it in partnership with Him. You know, we ask it in agreement with what the Father's heart has. So that's what has to agree with the Word of God. I'm not going to praise something that's not agreeing with what God has said. But when I'm asking Him something that's according to His Word, I can believe Him for it because He's promised to give it to me. And we can be like bulldogs in our faith level. We can hold on and not let go. So guys, I encourage you in this to uh, be steadfast in this. Do not let worry to overpower you. I need to do a podcast on 
decrease and I need to do a podcast on something else. But this is Mandy. I've totally forgotten what that second thing was, but I know that out of this podcast, I know many of you are going to want to hear the decree one and I'm, I'm going to do a podcast on decrees. And there was another thing that I know I'm forgetting right now that I know I need to do another podcast connected with this subject matter. It's a big subject. So guys, I bless you and I pray that you have an amazing day and that all the worry diminishes from your mind right now as you begin to present your requests and your anxieties to God and you lay them before you, Him, and He brings you into this other realm where you're able to operate from this place of peace and joy. Have an amazing day. Remember, that is your portion. God bless you.